Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Peter got to know the one that he thought would be the king of Israel. But it was not until later that he actually came to know the Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And when he got to know him, it changed everything. You need to know him to be safe from this wrath that's coming. No matter how much we might know about someone, such as a celebrity, it doesn't mean that we actually know that person. When it comes to Jesus, this is especially true. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us that we can know as much as we want about Jesus, but our relationship with Him is what saves us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the 14th chapter of Revelation, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. Will I identify with Christ, or will I take the easy road in this decision, at this moment? And we were talking about the the grace of God that comes to us in the moment if we're truly His. That's a big if. And for me, it's especially important because I I grew up going to church. You know, when I was a kid, I I grew up, we were very religious about our religion. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we were there. Every Sunday, we were there. We went. And you had to get up and put on your little you know, Sunday best. My dad always wore a suit and tie. My mom got all fixed up. You know, this was in the deep South, you know, the women wearing hats and getting, you know, spending a couple of hours getting ready for church on Sunday morning. And and then she spent at least a half hour getting me ready, making sure my little suit was right. Cause I had to wear a suit too. You know, I had to put on a tie and, and all of that, you know, attention to detail, you know, cause we're going to church. And I knew all about Jesus but I had no relationship with him at all. And if somebody had put a gun to my head or a knife to my throat and said, renounce Jesus or die, I think I probably would have been, okay, okay, okay. Not ready to die. And there would have been no grace from God. There would have been no supernatural enabling from the Holy Spirit because we had no relationship. I I knew a lot about him. And as Elizabeth and I were talking about this yesterday, the thought popped into my head, the apostle Peter. I mean, think about it. Peter hung out with Jesus for three years. They ate meals together. They went fishing together. Peter saw miracle after miracle after miracle. And then what happened in the garden? 
when they arrested him. You remember what I'm talking about? Peter was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that guy. I'm not with him. Three times, right? What happened? Peter freaked out. Yeah, but he knew Jesus, didn't he? Well, no, he didn't. Please hear what I'm saying. Please hear what I'm saying. He thought he did until they arrested him. And with Peter's mindset, Peter's view of Jesus, that was impossible. You, I mean, that's, that was impossible. The Messiah, he, he can't be arrested. And then they crucified him. And it rocked his world. What happened? Peter met the risen Christ, just like I did. No, not the same way. I'm not saying I, I, I had the same kind of face-to-face with Jesus that Peter had, that the others had in that 40-day window after the resurrection. That's not what I'm saying. But I met him just as sure as I'm standing here. I had my encounter with him. My question is, have you had that encounter with him? Peter got to know the one that he thought would be the king of Israel. But it was not until later that he actually came to know the Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And when he got to know him, it changed everything. You need to know him to be safe from this wrath that's coming. You see, what he's telling us in this parable is that the time is coming when the weeds will be pulled up and burned. My question to you is, are you a weed? Because he says we can't tell them apart. They look the same. He said, no, 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 don't go in pulling weeds. If you go in pulling weeds, you'll pull out some wheat, which is a profoundly important message for the church today in our world. We're not weed pullers. There are a lot of weeds, a lot of people who call themselves Christians who look nothing like Jesus. There's no fruit in their lives. But it's not our job to pull weeds. It's our job to scatter seed, to just keep preaching the gospel, telling people how much God loves them. And to stay close to him ourselves. You know, in John chapter 15, verse 1, and we're finishing with this, he said, I'm the true vine and my father's the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You're already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. It's just a fact. It's going to happen. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you'll be my disciples. Listen, God's grace transforms us. 
But it's up to us to choose to abide, to stay closely connected, to spend time with him. That's up to us. It's a command, but it leaves us with a choice, obey or disobey. Abide in me and you will bear fruit. Are you bearing fruit? I mean, it's, from, his, from a heavenly perspective, you know, so much, of, so much of what we value in this life, so much of what, what we would call fruit, I don't think he's going to call it fruit. You, you know what I mean? I think he's going to look at it and say, no, no, that's wood, hay, and stubble. That's, just, that's worthless. It's gonna, that's going to burn with the fire. That's not, that's not lasting. It's not eternal. It has no eternal value. So my question again, are you bearing fruit? Fruit that God himself will look at and say, now that, that's forever. What kind of fruit lasts forever? I believe it's the human kind. In other words, you're, you're investing in other people. You're sharing the gospel with, with other people. You're, you're pouring into other people in some way as God leads you. You know, I understand not, every, not everybody's gifted the same way, the Bible says. We're not all made the same way. Not everybody is a, an evangelist in the sense of really outgoing, sharing the gospel with other people. But is there at least somebody you're praying for? Is there somebody that knows that because of your relationship with God, if they need something, they can come to you? That you're reliable. You're a dependable Christian, do they know that it's because of Jesus that you're a good friend? Is your identity in Christ public? Do you understand the question? You understand what I'm driving at? A lot of closet Christians. Not really, you know, like where I grew up, you'd often hear it, you know, that's a private thing between me and God. No, that's a lie from the pit of hell is what that is. The Bible says we have a duty to talk about it. We have a responsibility. He died for you and you're going to keep your mouth shut? No, that's not right. You will bear fruit, Jesus said, if you're abiding in him. And so... If you're not bearing fruit, are you destined for the fire? Many people today ponder the end of the world. It spawned books, songs, and discussions throughout time and across the globe. Though many views exist, only one is true, and it can be found in the pages of Revelation. This vast book details Jesus' eventual return to earth to finally judge the evil that exists. This will be a glorious day for believers, but quite a trial for those who refuse to acknowledge Jesus. The coming judgment will be tremendous and tragic. So right now is the time to introduce everyone we know to the redemption and love of our Savior. Pastor Robert will have much more to teach us from its pages next time. But for now, you can learn more about this ministry by visiting our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. 
You can even find us on social media. Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. We'll let you know how you can get involved, and we'd love to have you be a part of the conversations there. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. But join us again to keep studying verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Revelation, here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.